Welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And this is episode four of Adam's Rib. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. We are doing the thing. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, and even for those that do, we are part of the Let's Move ministry, which a lot of our listeners are familiar with already. Um, if you love our podcast and love the Let's Move ministry, Please do us a favor by spreading the word about the Let's Move ministry by using hashtags, hashtag Adam's Ribs, and hashtag Let's Move, and that's Let's Wizzy, not an S. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, for episode four, we are going to discuss how to set goals and the importance of setting goals. So, Lindsay, what do you think? How important <laughs> is it to set a goal? It is so important, and even just kind of stemming away from a biblical aspect, not having goals and just showing laziness is just not even attractive. For all my ladies out there, it's just not even an attractive trait, and that is not how God built us. God's not built us to be lazy, and we're going to dig deep into that, but that is just my personal, very firm view on setting goals. (laughs) Oh, yes. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, For women specifically, um, sometimes we get so caught up in all these things that we want for ourselves, but we do not take the time to realize that all these desires require some kind of planning. Mm. We desire to have a husband, but if you're not preparing yourself and making plans on how to become a good wife, don't really know how you're going to get a good husband in return. Girl, you better preach that. Tell them. Tell them. Little plan and preparation thing. We got to do it. <laughs> it takes work. Work, planning, preparation, setting the goal. Like, it's so important. And granted, goals are important in far more areas besides trying to win a soulmate. <laughs> right. But, I mean, down to the career aspect of things. If you want to get to your dream job, how do you plan to do it? If you don't have a plan, I want to know how you're going to get the dream job. You know, I'm not saying that people can't make things shake without without a plan. I'm not saying that because I'm sure somebody out there has done it. But for the majority of us, for most of us normal humans, we need plans. We need to set goals. And we need to make sure that we have a plan in place to achieve those goals. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the Bible even discusses a balanced approach, so to speak, of setting goals that include making the plans, but making these plans with wisdom, which is also super, super key. So, you know me, Jess, I like to just jump right into my word. So in Luke chapter 14, verses 28, um, starting at 28, basically, Jesus talks about to his disciples about what he needs from them if they want to be disciples of Jesus. So he explains to them in so many words, basically that they have to wisely plan, anticipate, set goals and to basically live with motivation. And so it says, if one of you wanted to build a tower, 
wouldn't you first sit down and calculate the cost to determine whether you have enough money to complete it? Otherwise, when you have laid the foundation but couldn't finish the tower, all who, all who see it will begin to belittle you. They will say, here's the person who began construction and couldn't complete it. Or what king would go to war against another king without first sitting down to consider whether his 10,000 soldiers could go up against the 20,000 coming against him? And if he didn't think he could win, he would send a representative to discuss terms of peace while his enemy was still a long way off. And I don't know how you all interpret that, but this sounds like these people have a plan. (laughs) It's how how I interpret that. And he literally went from building towers to making executive decisions to even causing war. So that tells me that you have to have goals and plans in every aspect, not just in major super projects, even for me and Jessica to build this Adam's rib ministry. We had to set goals and set visions and not be lazy. What we do out here, you guys, is not easy. It's fun (laughs) and we enjoy it, but it's definitely not easy. And so to go Mm -hmm. along with that, To not live with motivation or planning just isn't God's will, which is also clearly stated in Proverbs 6, verse 6. And that says, go to the ant, you lazy person, (laughs) and observe her ways and grow wise. The ant has no commander, officer, or ruler. Even so, it gets its food in summer, gathers its provisions at harvest. So the fact that God even uses the example of the little, 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 little bitty ant to basically a whole human being that can carry things, that can actually have a strategic plan, really just blows my mind. Because that even shows that even down to the little bitty insect that no one thinks is significant, even has a plan as well, and that they're not they're not lazy. So that in itself, Jessica, I think just speaks volumes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, I always said that being lazy is a sin because... Absolutely. It definitely is. is. Yeah. Girl, you didn't say that. The Lord said that. <laughs> uh, so, so it, I did get that from somewhere. So, <laughs> I knew I picked that up somewhere. I mean... People get so comfortable in their laziness; it's actually kind of scary at times. Like, I, you know, I've, I've I've spoken to friends and I've interacted with people who are just completely cool with doing nothing. Mm. Get so frustrated when the when the dreams don't come true. When they see other people fulfilling and living the life that they dream for themselves. But they're wondering why they're still stuck, but these people are are growing and flourishing. Wow. There's one thing that sets them aside, that sets them apart. That person over there, person B, actually had a plan. Mm. They actually sat down, set goals for themselves. They prioritized their goals. They actually put things in importance, in level of importance. Okay, so I have a goal to get a Range Rover one day. Everyone that knows me well knows Range Rover is my dream car. But here's the thing. I work right now at a school district that doesn't pay me enough to buy a Range Rover. <laughs> so I have to set a plan. <laughs> the plan is... And that's real. <laughs> that's real. Like, the plan, though, is I have to get... If I want the Range Rover, I have to have more income. Now, but in prioritizing that, 
I have to make sure that my children are taken care of, and that's a part of the plan, making sure that I have an income where I, my kids are fed, my kids are clothed, they're taken care of, their necessities and their needs are met. Then, after we do that, if I have the money to spend on a car note or a Range Rover, then we go into the lot. <laughs> it's all about a plan, though. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, I'm getting a Range Rover, and then sit around for about a year wondering, why I still don't have that Range Rover? I don't have a plan to get it. Right. There's no plan in place. And so, and while that was a very silly example, but that that is literally, though, how, it's just that simple. If you know you have this dream, and you know you have these, these visions, and you know you want to accomplish something so huge in your life, there's you can't just snap your fingers and expect it to happen. You actually, I mean, it's all about just using your brain. Be intelligent about it. We know, everybody knows, that the only way this happens is with setting the goal and, and being connected and aligned with your resource and your number one resource, God. So you have to be aligned with your source. Be be one with the source. Get in line with your source. May, prioritize what it is that you want. Don't put the greedy things first. Put the necessities first. Mm. Greed can, you can satisfy a little, you can satisfy desires later in life once you reach a certain place in life. But, you know, make sure you can meet the necessities first. You're talking about, you know, new cars and big houses, but right now you're still riding the bus. So if you, how about we just get in a car first <laughs> before we're trying to get into the Lexus? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's all about being just prioritizing those things that are necessity and then worry about selfish wants and desires a little later in life. Right. And, you know... Make a list. Right. That helps. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, and you know, we laugh because we think that these are obvious things, but to a lot of people, it's really not. And And Jessica, as you were saying and saying all that, I know that you're the type of person that you like to tell people to set realistic goals. And I'm yes. not saying that, you know, you can't dream big dreams. God wants you to b- dream big dreams. That That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, Jess, uh-huh. I'll let you touch on that because I know you're really big on making sure that these goals you're setting to reach the ultimate goal are realistic. Absolutely. I mean, and, and it's not to knock down anybody's dreams. I am a visionary. I dream huge. Oh, God, my dreams are big. But at the same time, we have to be realistic with ourselves. Okay. And this is the end goal. The end goal, 10, 20 years from now, I would love to be living like this, but you still have a whole 10 or 20 years that you have to get through before you can get there. So realistically, what can you do first? You have to make those plans, and that's why I, that's why I, I, I really emphasize about prioritizing because you can't just don't think that setting a goal means, okay, in 10 years I'm going to own this big house, and then that's it. That's not setting a goal. That's that's writing your dream down, which is fine, too. I am a firm believer in writing down your vision and affirming everything that you believe that you want and everything that you believe for your life that you can have. I am a huge believer, as we talked about in the last episode of Manifestation. I am a number one supporter of visualizing and affirming your vision. But there is a, there's a, there's a part that a lot of people miss in that, and that's actually planning to planning for the vision mm-hmm. and you have to start with the necessities conquer those things achieve the necessities first you know for someone who's trying to move out in there for the first time move out of their parents home for the first time you know 
don't go and rent an apartment that is $800 a month when you know you really can't afford that yet. Mm -hmm. Be realistic in the beginning. It's not saying that you can't dream big. It's just saying be smart about it at first. You right. have to be intelligent right. and make smart make smart moves for yourself. Set yourself up so that when the time does come for you to have these big things and these big dreams and, and accomplish these big goals, you will be able to do it. You will be smart enough. You will have time to invest in your dream, and, and you will have you will make you will make the preparations for all the stuff to come true and, and, and make it happen. But it just starts with being realistic with yourself. Don't take up, don't take off, take on more than you can handle mm -hmm. in the beginning. Right. That overwhelms you. That That's how you start tapping into the stress and anxiety that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Mm. Don't do that to yourself. You don't have to do that to yourself. Right. So, you gotta you know, use wisdom. Gotta use wisdom. Exactly. You have to. You absolutely have to. You have to. And on top of being realistic, you have work to do. <laughs> That's the goal. And then you actually have some work to do. Um, you know, they, it's in, it's biblical. Faith without work is dead. Mm -hmm. there, there's no point of of having the faith, but you don't want to do anything to to actually work towards what you want. Like. Mm -hmm. Kind of an oxymoron. You can't sit around hoping for something all day, but then don't want to do anything to actually perceive what you want. Man. Um, you really have to put in some work. Like, it, it takes work. And, again, preparation. It, that all that all ties into the whole goal-setting trend. Like, mm -hmm. And, again, Lindsay touched on it, and I back up what Lindsay said. I know that we kind of are approaching this topic a little lighthearted and we're laughing a lot and we're cracking little simple jokes, but the reality is there are some people that really just don't know what mm -hmm. to do and mm -hmm. how to do this. And honestly, I can be transparent enough to say that, you know, a few years ago or in my earlier 20s, I was one of those people. You know, I love my parents to death and they have taught me many things in life, but one thing that, I, that they didn't really teach me a lot, or they didn't really take the time to really show me what's how to set a goal, how to, you know, how to plan for my life. And so I kind of had to learn a lot of things on my own in my early 20s, and I had to teach myself a lot. But in teaching myself, I made a lot of mistakes because I took on a lot of things that I just couldn't handle at first. Mm -hmm. You know, I put myself in positions that financially I couldn't handle, mentally I couldn't handle, but that's because there was no plan in place. I was just doing stuff haphazardly. I was mm, just going for it. Right. But there was no plan. There was no. There was no budget written out. There was mm -hmm. nothing. I did nothing. I just went and did. I just. I just took off. Yeah, that's because you dream big. That, <laughs> right. Exactly. Dreaming all big with no preparation. It just don't, you know, it mm -hmm. doesn't quite work that way. Mm -hmm. anymore, so, but when you, you know, had mentioned, I'm, you know, faith without works is dead, I think it's also important to know that laziness causes a person to neglect work and not take advantage yeah. of an opportunity. So God may have a blessing right in front of your face with your name on it, but you may fail to receive it just due to the lack of motivation and setting those goals. And Jessica, yeah. I think people misinterpret setting goals into making huge written step-by-step -step plans. Setting goals yeah. and having a plan could be the simplest, smallest thing. So if okay. your desire is to find a job, you could have a goal of simply submitting a job application once a day. 
If your desire is to get in shape, your goal could be able to walk around your neighborhood once a day. So the point is, by starting small and having a motivated mindset, will create a habit mindset. And that will eventually lead to doors opening and bigger goals since you dream big. And in Proverbs 21.5, it says that the plans of the diligent lead to profit, which means wisely setting those goals are going to lead to better results. So imagine, Jessica, in your early 20s, having those big dreams if you would have just been disciplined enough of actually sitting down writing budgeted things. Do you maybe somewhat agree that maybe your life today would be somewhat different? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely, because I, the foundation would have been set then. So then now, five or six years later, I could have, I could be in a completely different place. Right. You yeah. know, that's why I do stress to be, stress that whole thing about prioritizing and, and setting realistic goals for yourself. And it's like you said, they can be that, it just can be something small. It doesn't have to be, if your goal is to lose 20 pounds. Okay, well, how do we start doing that? And just like you said, just for now, start a daily goal just to take a walk around the block mm-hmm. or, you know, set the goal to go to the gym for at least an hour every day. Like, start with those small things, those small goals. That, and then once you achieve that and you feel comfortable in that, then you can set some a little larger. So, okay, I've accomplished, I go to the gym now every day for a week or for an hour. So now I've done that for for about a month. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting used to this. Now I think I can take take one step, one take a step up. So now instead of going for an hour, I'm gonna go for an hour and a half. Right. And then this time I'm gonna actually incorporate some weight training in addition to the cardio. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's just simple things like that. It's just about just every now and then you have to come back to the goal list. That's what a lot of people don't realize. They write these goals, but then they never re- they never revisit the list again. Mm-hmm. They don't update. You have to update. You can't leave it there. You can't leave it at the simple stuff. Mm. You got it. That's how you get to the big picture. Yeah. Because you have to come back and you have to constantly update your goals. And because you're gonna, if you're doing it right, you're gonna accomplish them anyway. Mm-hmm. So then, once you accomplish that, you have to go back. All right, time to revise and time to time to update this this list. So then you accomplish that. Mm-hmm. Don't set some goals. And then you go back and do it again. It's a cycle, <laughs> but it's a great cycle because it leads to something huge. Like yeah. it leads to something big. So, yeah. you know, start small. Start small. The small things work. Yeah. But Jessica, not to get it confused, because just because we've done our planning and set our setting our goals doesn't guarantee that they will always be met. So we do have to remember to go to God in prayer with everything and the process of setting those goals has to be combined with humility so along with the bible teaching about setting goals and never setting goals it also teaches us about setting goals with no thought of god and this is found in james 4 15 and in james it says instead you ought to say if it is the lord's will we will live and do this or that It's always good to have a plan ahead and set goals as long as we leave room and are humble enough for God to change our plans. His plans are always going to take precedence over our own. And so when God sees you making plans according to his will, you'll definitely be rewarded through blessings because you're showing obedience, which is kind of somewhat what you mentioned earlier making sure that those no set those necessities are met making sure that your children are fed that's just being obedient 
And just to kind of, you know, finish up our thoughts and kind of somewhat wrapping it up in Proverbs 16, 9, it says that in his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. So in other words, we have our ideas and make our plans, but God will ultimately accomplish his sovereign plan in your life. And this is so powerful because we then have to ask ourselves, do our goals make room for the unexpected? And do we love mm-hmm. our plan? It's DC, yeah, it's deep, ain't it? <laughs> yes, sir, you touched on right there. <laughs> and then do we love our plan more than we love God's will? It's really just kind of what it comes down to. So you touched on it just so accurately, you know, when you were saying how you had to go in order for all these steps. That just really comes with obedience. And that's why I think talking about this is just so important because I'm sure people are probably out there like, why is it important about setting goals? And and like, why, why does this matter in life? You know, I have everything. No, 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 no. Because we can take comfort in Jesus's words when it says, seek his kingdom first and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So you could be the most goal trend setting person out there. But if you're not seeking his kingdom, none of that's going to matter. It's not going to matter. So we shouldn't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. And that's in Matthew chapter six. So our goal setting need not to be accommodated basically by fear. So if our plans focus on Christ and honor him, then he will see to it that we basically have the best results is kind of my philosophy on the setting of the goals. And, you know, Jess, is there anything to end this that you would like to add? Well, I'm going to keep it real simple. (laughs) Two things. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Again, I know we're talking about how prioritizing and, and setting, starting off setting your goals small. But do not get it misled and do not be twisted by what we're saying. We still support the the big dreams. We support dreaming big. I definitely am a big supporter because I dream big. So stay hungry. Stay hungry for those big dreams and those big goals because they're going to come. They will come to fruition. But you just have to show God that you can handle the small steps first before you can get to the big ones. So stay hungry for your dreams. Stay stay hungry for that, for, for for reaching that that final like tada moment of your life, like just just stay focused, to stay on course, stay on course. And the last thing I'm going to say is just make sure your goals and vision stay in stay in alignment with God. Mm-hmm. Stay in line with God because what you just said, Lindsay, the goal may not always be God's plan for you, may not be what you exactly have set for your life. Be open to what God has for you, though, mm-hmm. because God may have something that is that will exceed anything that you possibly imagine for your life. So stay hungry, but stay connected to God the whole time. And that's it for me. Amen. This has been episode Amen. four. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next week.